The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. So next week on Sunday in Glasgow, Scotland, we're going to have a major climate event where world leaders from 200 countries, as well as diplomats, business executives and activists will meet. An event that's been described as a potential turning point in the struggle against the worst effects of climate change. Is it worth the hype and what could this event accomplish? Ahead of this event, uh, the United Nations Environment Program has released a report. It's called the Emissions Gap Report 2021, describing how climate change has been intensifying, something scientists have been warning people about for a long time. They're saying that humanity has, in fact, been very limited in its fight to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius over pre-industrial levels. And they've also said that this year has been a fraught year for the planet, described as a thundering wake-up call. The UN Emissions Gap Report points to why we need different climate policy today. Yeah, this week we've already had this study from the WMO showing that warming gases were at a new high uh, last year despite the pandemic. Now in its 12th year, this emissions gap report looks at the nationally determined contributions or carbon cutting plans that countries have submitted to the UN ahead of COP. Now these pledges, they run up to uh, 2030 and they have been submitted by 120 countries. Uh, now it UNEP has also um, taken account of other commitments to cut warming gases not yet formally submitted in an NDC. Now, the report finds that when added together, the plans cut greenhouse gas emissions in 2030 by around 7.5%. That's compared to the previous pledges made five years ago. This is nowhere near enough to keep the 1.5 degrees Celsius temperature threshold within sight. That's according to what scientists they have actually compiled in the study and said. Now, to keep 1.5 uh, degrees Celsius alive would actually require 55% cuts by the same 2030 date. That means the current plans would need to have seven times the level of ambition to remain under that limit. We still have a long way to go. Yeah, we do. I think, um, you know, we, we face it here in the UAE. And we talked about this yesterday, uh, how the weather, despite the fact that it is you know start of winter we normally see it by mid-october the weather gets amazing we're still seeing temperatures up to of up to 33 34 uh, during the day so you know it's not that we could say that it's something for the western world to be bothered about we're okay living our lives comfortable lives going to our expos and going to our cricket stadiums it, it, we face the reality almost every day and uh, it, it is worrying that even despite the pandemic when when the international world of travel was reduced uh, cars were not out there we thought that we're going to give the planet a breathing space but sadly that's not the case at all and according to the authors of this report um to start to the, the current pledges that the world is seeing is to, is is going to be uh it's going to be very ever so important to do that because we are we, we are what we're witnessing at the moment is a climate catastrophe those are the words of antonio guterres he believes the report highlights uh, the failures of political leaders and he said the emissions gap is the result of a leadership gap and this is a very very important uh, uh, points uh, as well. He said that the leaders can still make this to, to this a turning point to a greener future instead of a tipping point to climate catastrophe. And uh, these are the words 
pretty much echoed by the good old Greta Thunberg. You have failed us. And that's uh, <laughs> th- those words will still uh, linger in our minds, and uh, rightly so as well. Yeah, and people are asking whether the, peop- the COP26 will be productive in the fight against climate change, or are we going to have empty promises again? The goal of the COP26 summit is to get closer to fulfilling the promises that countries around the world made six years ago at the COP21 in Paris. It's called the Paris Agreement. Countries around the world pledged to collectively cut their greenhouse emissions enough to prevent the planet from heating up more than 1.5 degrees Celsius compared with pre-industrial times. How has that effort been going so far? Very poorly, scientists say, as greenhouse gases continue to pour into the atmosphere at a high rate, they say. And even the countries that submitted since Paris would allow global emissions to continue increasing. So even the plans that they put forth would still be problematic and scientists say are not enough. However, there is a lot of promise. We've seen, for instance, uh, the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, countries in the Gulf region make pretty massive commitments to fighting those uh, greenhouse emissions, to fighting climate change, to produce energy in a way that's sustainable and uh, healthier for the planet. So there is also a sense of optimism at the same time. Definitely is. I think, uh, and apart from that optimism, it's you can also see how uh, it's, it's being discussed a bit more. It's making the headlines because uh, rewind five years, it wasn't there. It wasn't yeah. being dominated. No one. I mean, the, the United Nations reports they're pretty pretty much released every year. They never used to make big headlines, or maybe they did, but not to an extent that we see now. Uh, you visit the Dubai Expo and you see how uh, different pavilions are showcasing innovative uh, practices of being sustainable. So y- you see that, we're, that the mindset has changed and they're, they're heading towards those goals of 2050, 2030 uh, and 2060 as well uh, about going down to uh, net zero emissions. But to what extent are they going to be easier is going to be another big question because mass urbanization is happening you know that's that's another big threat you see more people joining the cities more people calling moving to the cities the agricultural sector taking a little bit of a a slump as well so there there is so much to 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 be prepared for as well so let's see what happens um we will uh, try to make it a bit more optimistic and uh, we'll continue uh, the discussions here on the morning Manchester. this time we go over to rania's hometown or home country because they're looking at a a very very optimistic approach and a very positive approach uh towards uh, green energy and uh, towards a different uh, uh energy sources stay with us this is the morning Manchester only on pulse 95.